Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here with you on a Tuesday morning. We are glad that you have joined us here. On this morning, we appreciate everybody tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Everybody uh, listening right now, we want to say thank you, especially our great servicemen and women out there taking care of us. And, of course, we want to thank all our medical personnel here on the ground doing everything they can to fight the coronavirus and, and making life better for their patients as best they possibly can. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House, who want to remind you that just because you're quarantined doesn't mean you don't need a shot of caffeine middle of the day. Keep up with the kids and all that other stuff that's going on. You need, <laughs> as my co-host nods knowingly, uh, I want to you go check them out. Go head on over to Highway 12 location, pop through the drive-thru, or if you're uh, out in downtown, you can hit the walk-up window over on University Drive, and you can keep your social distance, but get the caffeine, get that delicious drink from those guys that you want. And don't forget, if you're low on TP, you need a gallon of milk, you don't have to go out to the grocery store. You can just roll through that drive through window, and they will take care of you there. At and also, oh. I don't know if they still have it. They may be out. They had hand sanitizer. Oh, there you which go. Which is a big thing. Yep. <laughs> You're not getting it anywhere else. Yeah, right now. Uh, and the reason I know that... I've just been washing my hands in Everclear. They, they tweeted it the other day, and... Uh, my wife saw it, and she's like, hey, I know you're going to Strange Brew, yeah. so uh, while you're some. there, I need some. So and, and I, I bought some. coffee, and I bought hand sanitizer at Strange Brew. If you can meet two of man's needs at one door, he will beat a path to you. <laughs> it's a true story. Amen. So that's why, you know, like the Spotlight Cafe, you got a barbershop and barbecue in one, well, pla- one place. There were people beating down that drive through the other day, because there, there were I was about car number four, and there were about yeah. five or six or seven behind me, so yeah. it was wrapped around. That's good stuff. Booming business over there, Shane. There you go. Also, our friends over at College Corner want you shopping online at collegecornerstore.com. And remember, you can get 25% off your order for anything baseball-related. Just go to the new and improved website at collegecornerstore.com, put baseball in the search bar, and check out their incredible uh, selection of M M over S merchandise, T-shirts, hats, polos, everything you want, maroon and white, to keep you looking good. You know, even... Even when you're socially distancing, you still want to rep your team. Don't don't be one of those people who's just like, oh, I'm just wearing this old, you know, throwaway. No, no, no. Put something on that's that's worthwhile. Get yourself a nice new polo, a couple of new uh, M over S t-shirts, and a new hat. Do it all and get 25% off your order when you shop at collegecornerstore.com. No telling. You know, they say it's only going to be one more week, but you just don't ever know with the coronavirus. So if you're a business owner right now and you're trying to figure out how to set things up for your your employees to work remotely, why don't you give Advantage Business Systems a call? 45 years of experience working in our great state. You know how I know it's 45 years of experience? How's that? Because you're, you're 45 years old. I'm 44, but I just did the math. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, look at that. We got something in common. Uh, you know they have we have a few things in common. They they operate it solely in Mississippi. I live two years in Memphis, but it's close enough, right? Yeah, we've both operated solely in Mississippi. Long standing relationship with Mississippi State. There you go. OCH 
One of my kids was born there. <laughs> so basically, we're very similar. The difference is I can't help you set up your virtual office, and they can. They can. And they will. And they're offering specials to do that. They can get your employees the devices they need in their home office. They'll set up virtual meetings, and they can do it all for you very easily. So buy local, be local, Advantage Business Systems. Give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or go online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. I'm scrolling through the collegecornerstore.com right now and search baseball. They got some good stuff, man. Yeah. Good prices. Is, is Joel T. Coleman about to make a purchase? Uh, not, not while on air. Not while on air. <laughs> I, I got to give it a, a, little, a little better more thought. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it gets up, and you're getting twenty five percent off, and it's already there. I mean, it's just oh, it's already on the. It's already you don't have to do anything. Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's that's way cool. It seems cool. I mean, here's a first thing is a Columbia Mississippi State baseball polo, just a solid maroon with the white M over S on the chest. Sweet, uh, classic. It's, it's it's already got basically twenty bucks off. There you go. Uh, another one, another Columbia State baseball polo. Oh, good price here, thirty seven dollars. Thirty seven Columbia polo. Columbia polo with the just the the state. Oh, the script logo. state, script state, dude. That's a great deal. Yeah, man. That's and then there's an M over S Columbia Polo with, and it's thirty seven. Good, good stuff. Thirty seven dollars for a Columbia Polo is good. Is good deal. Darn right. And yeah, so there you go. We 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 wouldn't steer you wrong here on Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> I mean, We're we trying. got we got some good sponsors. Yeah, we our sponsors take care of our listeners. There's Darn no question right. about that. All right, uh, some news out of Starkville on a Monday, uh, and it's probably some of the least surprising news. We've ever had uh, on this show, and that's Keaton Thompson. And it's also the second time we've had this news. On <laughs> it this is show. the second time. <laughs> uh, I, I made this comment today on Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to get your thoughts on it. Basically, he was in the transfer portal the whole time. There was never a point where he was ever going to, you know, be Mississippi State's quarterback. From the time he, he the time he lost the job to Tommy Stevens to now has been one big building point to get out of Mississippi State. Not that he not not that he did it as a negative, not that he became a locker room cancer, not that he wasn't any, he didn't do it go out there and give his best at every practice and every game he got the chance to play in. But when he when he came back in, he did so I'm going to redshirt, I'm going to graduate and then I can leave with two years of I can two years to play. I'm fully eligible to start from day 1. I'm ready to start over. Without anybody having actually said that's exactly what happened. I kind of feel like that's exactly what happened. Right. Um, maybe the only window that got cracked for him to possibly regain the job would have been if KJ Costello had not come in. Possibly. And then you would have gone through this spring, if it had happened, a lot of ifs here, Right. with he and Garrett Schrader, and I guess at that point Jalen Maiden kind of somewhat doing this quarterback battle thing again. Right. I mean, I feel like in, had that been the scenario, I feel like Garrett Schrader would have been the favorite. Um, But that wasn't the scenario. There hasn't been a spring. And so you have to assume that if Keaton had stuck around and we get to the fall and there is a season, which I, I'm starting to become optimistic, that somehow, some way, there's going to be a season. Um. If Keaton had stuck around, he's going to be behind KJ Costello. He's probably going to be behind Garrett Schrader. Um, I guess you can make a case that that he could end up 
you know, being your third string guy, but he, he's a junior at this point. It's, you know, it's time to move it's on. Tie, it's, you know. That's the, that is how football works nowadays. If you're not the starter by the time you're a junior as a quarterback, you're getting out. Yeah. The it, days of, you know, a guy like Matt Wyatt, who stuck it out for four years as the backup, you know, starter than backup, and you know how he moved around. But for the most part, he was a backup. A guy like Rob Morgan, career backup at Mississippi State. He played a few games. But for the most part, he was never the starter. But and, and some guys are cool with that. Some guys. Ke- Keaton, I don't know. To, to me, he is a – despite the fact I don't know that we ever really saw it here. We saw maybe some flashes here and there. But to me, he is just an ultra competitor that wants to be on the field. And I can't blame him at all for getting out. You know? And, and I, I say getting out like he – it's not like he's getting out as far as I know, you know, saying the heck with State. But he is a, a, a guy that can – be a starting quarterback for somebody somewhere. I agree with that. And be very productive. Yeah. In the right system. I don't know that the air raid would have been the right system. And I don't think it would. <laughs> Honestly, you, you said, well, you know, what, how he could have stayed and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think he would have. I think the, the way he would have stayed is if Billy Napier had gotten the job. That offense would have suit him to a T. And I, that's why I would expect Louisiana Lafayette to be on his list of schools to possibly visit and, and, and attempt to. Uh, to get in with because I think he would be a fine fit there. It's all rumor has it. Nobody really knows. But rumor it's, has but it certainly sounds like he's probably going to end up in his home state of Louisiana. Is that kind of if you had to guess? Is and that it is. Of, I said on, on Sports Talk. I said it on Twitter. It's strictly a guess. But yes, I, I think take LSU out of the equation and all of the Louisiana schools will probably be possibilities because they all run offenses that sort of similar to each other. They all run power quarterback running the football kind of offenses. I, I had this. I had at least one. I think I had a couple of comments that asked this on Twitter. I think the answer is no, but I'll ask you. Is there any way in the world that Dan Mullen kicks the tires? I'm trying to think of what his depth chart is. He's got, what what's the kid's name? Uh, Kyle Trask, Trask is his starter this year. You still got Emory Jones there. Um, I don't know if he signed. You know, he, you know he's quarterback in the 20... Uh, like would have been 2019 class. Jalen Jones got kicked out of school, so you know you're without a guy there. Let me see if I can find his his who he, he would have signed this year. I but, feel like but if that said, if you're Keaton, you got to transfer to a situation where you're going to start this year, right? Well, you got two years. You do, but do you, do you, do you want to transfer somewhere and then sit? Well, on? The, the question becomes if 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 Mullen might put him in a situation where he feels like he could start. That he could beat out Trask. Now Trask is a much better passer, but we all know Mullen wants to run the football. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think to answer your question. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, my guess is Mullen would be probably be willing to help him find some schools. You know, I don't know. I assume they kept some sort of relationship. I could be wrong about that. Um, but. As far as him going to the University of Florida, I, I don't see that happening. No. That, that's yeah. just me, no. I don't see that. And it doesn't look like Mullen... Yeah, he did. He got, he got the nation's number nine dual-threat quarterback last year. So, seems unlikely. Seems unlikely. Yeah. Um, How bad that would that hurt, though, if he went to Florida and tore or if he went somewhere else and just tore it up? Well, I mean, that's what I said on the show today. I said, if Mullen had stayed, I think he would have been a star. Yeah. He had the talent. He fit Mullen's system. It would have worked out. What didn't work out was Moorhead's system, and it was not going to work out with Leach's system. And that's just the way it is. Um, so, you know, victim of circumstance. Nothing. He's a talented football player. 
But he's not the kind of hyper-accurate passer that more – and it's difficult to say with Moorhead because you never really had to see – anything what they were doing offensively. But with Leach, you've got to have a guy who you can trust to throw 65% or better. And I don't trust Keaton Thompson to do that, and I don't think Mike Leach did either. And so he moves on. Is he the last one to move on from this? Look at the quarterback room right now. You know, And, and is it going to look the same come September of this year? I mean, we're obviously just guessing. This is all, here. yeah, we're just speculating. Let's see, man. There's going to be... Well, there was going to be six guys in that room, I guess. Right? Isn't that right? We got the Vanderbilt guy? Yeah, if you count him. Yeah, but I mean, he's just a walk-on. I mean, I don't know how much I really want to count him. That's true. Um, That was with Keaton, though. There would have been six, if if my math's right here. Lord, here I am counting. Uh, I kind of feel like, had they had a spring, my answer may be no. Okay. But because they didn't have a spring, I mean, nobody knows where anybody stands. You know, usually after spring practice is where guys kind of know where where they stand on the depth chart and things like that. Like Jalen Maiden, you know, is he is he number three on the depth chart or is Will Rogers, who was kind of a leech guy anyway, has he passed Jalen Maiden even though they haven't practiced? Right. So I, I mean, because I mean, if you're Jalen Maiden and you're fourth or fifth on the depth chart, if I'm Jalen Maiden in that situation, I'm getting out. Here's what I think Jalen Maiden is right now. I think he's technically number two because he doesn't have a red shirt available. So if you had a situation where Costello went down and you truly wanted a red shirt Schrader and and Rogers, you would bring in Maiden. But that said, I don't know that that's the case. I think if Costello went down, they would probably go to Schrader and just say, well, you know, obviously, you know, Costello's only one year guy, so it doesn't matter. So, I don't know. I've said all along, I thought Maiden would be a good fit for a passing offense. Played in Texas, played in the same sort of systems that we're seeing Sawyer Robertson coming from, over, you know, the current commitment, you know, spread the ball around and things like that. So, I don't know. I don't know why he – maybe he's just, you know, I, I've never really seen him play. You know, I'll see him flashes in practice, uh, things like that. But, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where he sits. I, that's why I won't be totally surprised if in a few weeks he's out as well. Yeah, it, it wouldn't but surprise me at all. The, the the only thing that holds him here is that he really just likes being here. Maybe he's close to graduating and he wants to do sort of what Keaton did and try to keep an extra year. Uh, or maybe you know, you never. The thing is, we don't know these guys' private lives, and I think I've made this point before. He might have a girlfriend that he wants to stay close to. You know, he might just want to stay here at Mississippi State. He might just. He might be a Matt Wyatt, Rob Morgan kind of guy, and just be like, look. I'm just. I just want to get my degree and. Yeah, I'm be cool able, with being I'm, on the team. Yeah, I like being at Mississippi State. You know, that's one of the things that when people talk about like free transfers and stuff, like, oh my God, Alabama will just poach everybody they want, and it always drives me crazy. I'm like, so basically, what you're saying is these kids don't actually like it here at Mississippi State. They're just that's we just got stuck. They well, I didn't have anywhere else to go, and I want to play in the SEC. You and know, sometimes that is the case sometimes for, it is the case. for state but, and other teams. But give your university some credit yeah. for you know kids want to be here. I think so. Drives me insane. Um, so I think Maiden will go eventually, but he might not. I would say if you said put odds on it, maybe like like 65, 35, 70, 70, 30, that he goes. Fair? I mean, it's it sure seems like it because it seems – do we really know, though, what Mike Leach thinks of Garrett Schrader? And no. the answer to that is no, we don't. So 
we're, we're all just sitting here assuming that Garrett Schrader is your QB2 and KJ Costello moves on and then Schrader is the most likely starter in 2021. We don't know if Mike Leach likes what he sees in Garrett Schrader. Yeah. What has Mike Leach seen in Garrett Schrader? They haven't had a practice since he's been here. Right. So uh, there's so much in the air right now, a lot because of, you know, coronavirus and everything, the situation in the world being what it is. But I think even in my own mind sometimes when I try and evaluate that quarterback room, I just automatically have Schrader as QB2. Yeah. And, I mean, how do we know that? How do we know that's how Mike Leach sees it? We don't. We would know if uh, we'd had practice. Which we didn't. We didn't have, though. <laughs> and that's that's the other thing with, with Leach is they sort of have to play sort of a, a balancing act here of guys like, I don't think he can contribute, but we shouldn't get rid of anybody until we know what's going to happen here. So my guess is Leach probably would have been okay going into the fall with KT, at least, you know, let him go through workouts and then figure But I think KT realized he couldn't put himself in the same situation he was a year ago where he wanted to leave mid-camp and then nobody was yeah. – open to it at that point yeah and, and time to get out is now yeah yeah so. i mean and obviously the one thing we do know is that mike leach likes kj costello yes we know that so so keaton thompson barring a lot of you know injuries that would stink was not going to be the starting quarterback so he, he now saw the writing on the wall there here's the real question what about schrader i mean it goes back to what i just said we don't know what Maybe he knows. Maybe maybe he, I'm sure he and Leach have had some conversations, but I mean, do we know? No, we don't. We we just had this this talk. We don't know that that Garrett Schrader is seen as the true QB two here, right? So, and he wasn't recruited to the system. And you got guys, say, and you got guys like Will Rogers, and then uh, sorry, Robertson going to you know commit for, but for next that, class. By that same token, Schrader was a guy who. Uh, through completed fifty eight percent of his passes as a, as a true freshman. Yeah, I mean, not in, in a system that was you know not the most quarterback friendly, in my opinion. With receivers that didn't exactly help him. No, they did not. And I, I mean, I thought he was fine. Yeah, you know, I, I there was never a game, and this sort of goes for Tommy Stevens as well. To be totally honest with you, where I thought State lost because of the quarterback. You know, there were games I thought State's receivers hurt them. Obviously, there were games defensively they were terrible uh, last year. Tennessee, Tennessee might be the best example. Yeah, and I but in that game, I think if State had started Garrett Schrader, they would have won the game. You know, remember that was the one where they they, yeah. they made the switch and Schrader got some points on the board, and then you know it was just too late. Um, Mike Leach has never had a quarterback like Garrett Schrader. I mean, you look at it through his years, and there's never been a guy who was a dual threat kind of guy, guy that you know. The thing is, for me though. I feel like Schrader could be dangerous in that kind of offense if he's an accurate enough passer. If he can be a 60-plus passer, you know, the way they spread the field and the way they force teams to, to, to you know, play in the, in the secondary, a guy who can you know, make a couple of reads and then now I'm going to go, yeah. there should be lanes for him. I, I'm admitting, I guess, my ignorance here. Um, maybe uh, you know, if my employer's listening, they can just go ahead and fire me, but <laughs> I, I haven't done the research of every year of, of Mike Leach's career, has he never had a a quarterback that's rushed for, let's say, 500 yards oh, no. or something? No. Or anywhere close He's to that? He's never had a uh, running back carry the ball more than 160 times. Yeah. A running, I mean, I, a running back. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, his quarterbacks usually – I wonder who his highest rushing quarterback has ever been. I, I, you don't have to do that I'm not going to do it right now. But I guarantee that it's not more than a couple hundred yards because they take so many sacks. Yeah. You know, and sacks count against – no. No, he's never had any kind of quarterback in terms of being able to run the football the way Garrett Schrader can run the football. So I think that would be an interesting thing. And I think Mike Leach probably thinks that as well. But, you know, you have to Or is say, he one of those coaches so stuck in his ways, like, nope, you're going to throw it. Well, no, no, I'm not saying that, that they're going to start designing runs for Schrader. What I'm saying is that there can just be times where Schrader is smart enough to go, it's not open, I'm going to take off. And, and Mike, Le- Mike Leach always says, you know, we had him on, on Sports Talk Mississippi, yards are yards, man. He, he and I would be, we're like peas in a pot on that one. Yards are yards, I don't care. People used to get mad about Fitzgerald, he couldn't throw the ball. I'm like, he's, he's rushing for 1,000, 1,200 yards a year. You know, is it really, if he throws for 2,000 and rushes for 1,000, is it really that different if he threw for 2,800 and rushed for 200? No, it's the same amount of yards. <laughs> so what do I care? And I think Schrader, I think Leach is the same way. I think Leach is like, yards are yards. And if he throws the ball for 450 yards or if he runs the ball for 150 and throws for 250, I got 400 yards either way. And I probably got four or five touchdowns out of that. So what do I care? So I think it would be interesting but I don't know that it's going to, to be a great – I don't know if it's going to happen or not. The, the, the key to it is going to be able – are you able to convince Garrett Schrader to take a red shirt this year? Which I think you'd be able to because I think the plan last year was to red shirt him. I honestly think going back through it, if – and we've talked about this before, about how you could have red shirted Schrader and Keaton last year and they just had you know four games each. But when I think when Keaton got out, he made it clear – I think, and this is speculation, but I think he made it clear that he didn't want to play unless it was an absolute emergency because he didn't want to risk injury when he knew he wasn't going to be the long-term solution at Mississippi State. And then when Tommy got hurt, they had to go to Schrader. Uh, so I think it's sort of the same thing this year, but you have Will Rogers, who you know is not going anywhere. So you could play Schrader in four, play Rogers in four, and do that. You just got to convince him to do it. But I think, again, you, you can just go to him and say, look, you were going to redshirt. That was the plan. Yeah. So we're just you know we're just a year year behind it now. I think he might go for it. He seems like a coachable kid. Not that KT wasn't. Yeah. But I, I just feel like that's going to be the case. I don't know for sure. Everything we've said in the past like ten minutes has been speculation. I think Kate, Garrett Schrader will stick it out, and be and I think he'll have an opportunity in twenty twenty one to be the starting quarterback. I'd love to be inside Garrett Schrader's head because I just wonder, given all the the other factors. That it, and look, what I'm talking about here, he was a Joe Moorhead guy. Joe Moorhead's gone. So there's that. He was a uh, – the, the Willie Gay thing, did that burn any bridges with any of his teammates? Yeah. Any of that? Is he? I would love to know how Garrett Schrader views Mississippi State, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. And I think that the answer to that's key because – if he's frustrated that Joe Moorhead's no longer here, and if there's guys inside that locker room that think less of him because of the whole bowl practice situation, I maybe he does have you know one foot out the door, and we just don't know it yet. I, that plays through my mind when I'm thinking about his future here. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. That's a, that's a, that's another layer to this. A lot of layers. It's like an onion. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. <laughs> uh, and Garrett Schrader, in his situation Mississippi State, has layers. A lot of them, too. 
All right, let's move on over to our next topic, and that's going to be in just a minute. But first, we got to thank our good friends. What? I just, I just, it made me laugh because you okay over there? Yeah, we just we we flash signals to each other. We have we have, just, we have some signals. We we, we just, got we got a good reason we got a good relationship. You know, Joel's behind the plate over there. I'm I'm in, I'm in control. He's okay. the pitcher. I'm the catcher. Yeah. I'll shake you off every shake now and then. Yeah. I'll shake you off. But anyway, we, you would never shake off a USDA prime steak if that thing's on your plate. You're you're you're, you're nodding your head yes, and you can get that when you talk to our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who I have been just putting out a lot of great steaks. I've been seeing a lot of y'all's pictures. They, they, they've given media. me my filet mignon. I, I checked last night because I've got I'm, I made sure I had a cast iron skillet because I was looking up some recipe yeah. stuff and how I'm fixing to. Because I'm I'm, I'm going to try this. Okay. Me me cooking. Are you gonna, are you going to do the thing right. where you Could stick it in the oven and let it? Yeah. Heat well, up? well, you got to do it on the yeah. Well, you heat the oven or what? But you start it on the the the, the recipe I was looking at. Uh-huh. You start on the stove top. Okay. And then it goes to the oven. To okay, that, that's doable. But, but you need to, it's best with a cast iron skillet. I go so the other way with that. Straight. I put I put my skillet in the oven for and like then, an hour and then finish it on. And yeah, you okay, pull it we out. Okay, we may need to talk. I may need your recipe. Yeah, and you, that, that way the skillet is just rocket hot. Yeah, you put it. I mean, turn your oven up as high as it'll go. Turn it. Put the skillet in there. Let's sit for like an hour just before you're ready to cook. <clears throat> and then I put the steaks in. Then and they just they sear quickly that way. That's just how I do it. But you do it. You, if you found a recipe that you like, follow that recipe. 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 Recipe to the D to the letter. Just don't deviate from it. Well, I want to. I want to do my research here, but you may have. We just need to talk. Okay, we we'll, talk. we'll figure it out. I tell you what. Here's what I want. I know. I know one thing. We're going to crowdsource this. Everybody that likes to cook steak in a pan. And, and these are fillets now. If you're you, wondering, you, what well, I'm let's tweet, tweet it, Joel. Send, send him some tips. We're going to get Joel through this. We're gonna get, we'll are gonna get you some side dishes, too. We're going to figure this out. Of course, if you want some side dishes, you just go to Welcome Home Beef. Get some yeah. twice-baked potatoes. I mean, I know they're good, cheesy, delicious. Not, not a bad idea. Uh, and it's never a bad idea to eat USDA prime beef. So maybe the folks at Welcome Home Beef need to help you. They have cooking demonstrations I, I, I and stuff. I bet they know what, what's up. They, they do. They I guarantee they do. <laughs> so anybody that can help Joel cook these fillets... Let's let's make that happen, and we'll get them going. And no matter how you cook them, Joel, there's one thing to know about Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. That's that's correct. You know what we never did? Probably a lot. We'll, we'll stick with football here. We never. Uh, I don't think we finished our positional breakdowns. <laughs> well, we only have what five months to get them done. Well, let's do one now. <laughs> We're here behind the mics. Why not? Yeah. Did we ever get to the safeties? The corners was like the last thing I remember doing before the world went know. to hell. <laughs> Marcus Murphy, come on down. Who knows? Let's, talk, let's, let's do it then. Let's talk about the safeties. Um, sort of a similar situation to a year ago in that you've got to have three of them. Uh, but now you've got I, – I, I can't wait to find out what they're called. You know, they used to be dog safeties. Yeah. What are they called now? Pirate safeties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it something like that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. Um. Whoever is back there, I think Marcus Murphy is the leader of that bunch. I think he might be the best. I think Marcus Murphy might be the best. Is he the best player on the team? Would I put him ahead of Kylan Hill? Hmm. Put him ahead of Costello? He's the best player. I don't on, think you can put him ahead of Kyle. He's the best yet. player on the defense. Over Errol? Yeah. I think he's more talented. Uh, I think you saw the difference that he made. Uh, in you know, states two of states, uh, he played in four games. State was three and one. He had an interception in what? Two of them. 
Uh, had the interception where at Arkansas. He had pick six in that game, and he had an interception against Ole Miss. So yeah, I mean he's he's a valuable 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 player. I think he'll be a dog safety. I think or or whatever it is, I think he'll be How one of the parrots. <laughs> the parrot heads. You stand on the shoulder. <laughs> no, I'm thinking first mates. Yeah. <laughs> so you you know a little bit more about Marcus Murphy. You've seen it, you know through the years. Yeah. He's a guy who's easy to root for. There's nothing. There's there's yeah, no doubt about got, that. Got a got a really. I don't even want good story is not the way to good say. Good story it. is not the good way to say it. He has a, he, he has a he sad ha, story. He has a sad story, and it, it, he is a guy that you just want to see succeed. And he's a look. It, it's not like Marcus Murphy and I are headed out to restaurants when the world gets back to normal and, and eating together. It's not like we're best buddies or anything. Right. But from what I know of him, he's a really good dude too. Just. Uh, the, the, the times I get to be around the people that I know that know him. Um, but, yeah, his uh, – of course, within the last couple of years, I mean, his mom has passed away and um, his, his son uh, has needed a bone marrow transplant and things. And uh, it, it is it is kind of a heart-wrenching story. And then you – say what you will, but, but him not getting to play in eight games last year, I mean, blame that on whoever you want to. But, I mean, he's faced a ton of adversity – Mm-hmm. in the last couple of years and and he's a guy that personally i'm rooting for to to just overcome it all and uh he's he's dang sure got the athleticism to do that he he he's a guy that you and i have sat here before and talked about how you know was stayed in its offensive woes of the last couple of years i mean what he did at west point high you know guys you might <laughs> you might try him on offense and see what he can I said do that from but, day one i thought he should have been on offense um uh, I was at the point I said I said it on the show that if Kylan Hill was going to go pro, I would move Marcus Murphy to running back. I think he's an outstanding guy. I, I, I would like to see him be a bigger part on special teams as well because he's a fantastic athlete. When the ball's in his hands, special things can happen. Yeah, that's another look. I don't think Marcus Murphy was moving to the offense, but right, not having a spring to even tinker with anything that kind of hurts. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if there was anybody I know. Jerry and Jones was a guy you had talked about a lot about maybe moving the off to offense and things like right. you had no chance to even tinker with anybody if you yeah. wanted to. But but yeah, Marcus Murphy, you could put him. I mean, he could play corner if you needed him to. He could. Yeah. Uh, he, he either safety spot. I mean, he, he is Mister Do It All. I think for this team, if you wanted him to be. And then you know you've got some other guys kick return. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see that happen. I think Jerry and Jones, who you mentioned, is moving to safety. I think that's going to happen. Um, there's just been a, there was so much smoke about it before everything went and changed. I think that's going to happen. And then you got some guys last year. You know, you got a guy C.J. Morgan. How far along is he in his rehab? But I think he could be a guy who plays one of these dog safety kind of roles. I don't I don't like him at free safety. I don't think I think he's sort of limited in coverage. You know, he's not the fastest guy in the world. But up near the line of scrimmage, I think he can be a guy who who can do some some make some big plays for you. I like Fred Fred Peters. I think he's a guy who can. You know, he showed you some 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 flashes last year. He's not Jonathan Abram, but he he can be a solid player for you. I think he was a guy that going into last year, Bob Shoup was really high, on. and it just never panned out, which yeah. is surprising. You think with missing Marcus Murphy, that Peters would have had more of an opportunity, and it's, it just never came. Um, you know, how much is a guy like Sean Preston going to do as as a redshirt sophomore this year? Um, you know, well, Kyle Cass, the uh, defensive back transfer from Mississippi Delta Community College, JUCO transfer, can he make an impression uh, for Mississippi State? So you've got a, you're sort of unproven back here, but at the same time, you have the anchor in Marcus Murphy, 
a guy who I feel like can do a lot for you, and I think he's a, a good eraser. He, he he is a guy that can make if you make a mistake somewhere else, he has the athletic ability to to correct it. If if that makes sense. Yeah, I. Is one guy that you can count on enough, though? I mean, no. somebody's going to Somebody else to... is going to have to step up. My guess is that guy is Fred Peters. Juco guy, veteran. You know, he, he, I think that's, that's the guy, probably, that you're going to have to lose. Or, or, you know, from a talent perspective, it might be Jerry and Jones. He might be the guy who's able to say, look, you know, as a free safety with his speed, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, good, uh, that's a good weapon to have. So overall, here this is kind of big picture. Yeah. Well, it isn't kind of big picture. It is big picture. Kind of, sort of, whatever. <laughs> what are you more confident in, the offense or the defense? The offense. Me too. For two reasons. For three reasons. Kylan Hill, KJ Costello, and Mike, Mike Leach. Leach. Yeah. Yeah. Proven track record. Proven track record. Proven track record. Isn't it something though that a team that has struggled for any semblance yep. of offensive consistency the last two years. Here we are. Both you and I are pretty – with a defense, we expect to be okay. They're going to be mean, fine. But, yeah, but we're sitting here saying that we, we have more confidence in the offense. I think if State loses games this year, they're going to lose them 38-35 kind of games. I don't think State's losing 20-10 to 10 anymore. Yeah. If they do, that's going to be surprising to me. But we'll see. All right. We'll do special teams next week. It'll be like a real week and everything. Maybe right. we can get Brett Hudson to call in – Restart the Jays for Heisman campaign. Who? <laughs> Brett who? Brett who? I don't remember that guy. Uh, all right. Tomorrow's show, it's the Rumblings, and we're doing video games. That's our as requested by the most loathsome of human beings, Uncle Ruckus. So, Atari, Sega, Nintendo, Dreamcast, GameCube, the Wii. Some of these PlayStation, I did not Xbox. Play. I didn't play most of them. But whatever it is, even computer games. Whatever video game related questions you have, we'll be happy to answer them here on the show. Sounds like a good plan. All right. <laughs> Guys, have a great uh, Tuesday. Back with, oh, well, one other thing for about tomorrow's show. Uh, I will be talking to Coach Nikki McCray Penson uh, on Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon, and we'll have that interview up as well. So, a lot of good stuff tomorrow. Looking forward to bringing it to you. For Joel T. Coleman, woo, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.